Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. It's Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski. Mike the Cap Kapler is with me. Hey, uh, Cap, uh, we're into the new year here. It's been, uh, can you believe it? <laughs> Next month, it's going to be six years that we've been doing this little podcast of ours called Growing in Grace, and uh, I'm just so excited about that. I, You know, when it when it began, I never even dreamed that we would keep it going this long, <laughs> but but here we are in the, the year 2011, six years strong here on Growing in Grace. Yeah, and I, I think now that it's 2011, I think we can get off this 2000 stuff. Doesn't it just roll <laughs> off the tongue better to say 2011 instead of 2011? It Two, does for me. 2011. 2011. Definitely is a, it just rolls. So let's roll with it. 2011. <laughs> well, we didn't say 1911. Maybe some people <laughs> did, but it was, it was rare. Well, see, I'm thinking of people like my dad. He would say 1911. Yeah, I, I've heard people do it, but again, it's, it's the exception, not the rule. Mm-hmm. I think it's true that everyone's Got their own way to do it, but I think 2011 rolls right off the tongue. Hey, speaking of 2011 and new things, new place. Actually, it's the same place, just with a new name that people can find our podcast. After six years of doing this, I kept trying to find out, uh, Long, I'll make this long story short, if some website was available, growingingrace.com, growingingrace.net, growingingrace.org. They've always been taken, but I was finally able to secure growingingrace.org. So you can go to growingingrace.org, and that's where you now will find all of our past podcasts and our current ones, too. Uh, so that's kind of exciting for me to to have that. Growingingrace.org, in addition to my website that I uh, still keep up, graceroots.org. Yeah, and that's O-R-G. Don't do O-R-C, or you'll end up with something to do with Lord of the Rings, Some I guess. other country or dimension or something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, growingingrace.org. Well, Cap, we were talking last time about God and, and is he a, is he a God of second chances and so on and so forth? We talked about how that's not necessarily a good thing if, if he were a God of second chances, because just to kind of recap on things, if he were a God of second chances, that would mean that we would have to keep having chances ourselves to get things right when really, He's the one who's done it all by himself. It's all about God and his work, not about us getting all these chances to try and get things right. And so uh, we talked about how maybe uh, this time we'd move into oh, the whole idea of dedication and rededication, dedicating ourselves to God and all that, and, and how that might not necessarily be a good thing, depending on which way you look at it. So let's get into that. Well, yeah, I mean, like you had mentioned before, uh, being dedicated to your job or or to God, not a bad thing. It's this concept of rededication. This was a big thing for me, Joel, and I think it is for a lot of people, especially out there in in the the evangelical world in various churches. But this is where religion has got this so wrong. It's, It's not about how dedicated we are to him. It's about how dedicated he is to us. But if you don't know your identity in Christ, this is quite an issue. It was for me for many, many years. It was really a struggle because, you know, I I called upon Christ and trusted in him at a young age. 
and experienced something personal take place at that time in my life, right? Mm -hmm. But now, as things moved along, uh, and I wasn't always doing everything right or as good as I thought I should be, wondering if God was mad at me, you know, getting involved in, in things that I shouldn't be as a Christian, whatever it was, I always felt this need to have to somehow come back to him and, and rededicate. Now, I wasn't one of those people who did it every week or every month, Joel. For me, it, it was more of an all-or-nothing thing. <laughs> so, But there were a, a number of times in my life where I did that. I felt like I wasn't a Christian anymore, and I wasn't sure if I was, just based on some stupid little things. And so I would come back to God as if I had never been a Christian and sort of re-invite him into my life rededicate myself, which is a bad thing, rededicate myself to him. We're supposed to deny self, aren't we? I, that's another story. But mm -hmm. that's what I did, and, and it was a roller coaster up and down. It was very frustrating. Yes, after rededicating, I felt clean again. I felt good. I felt relieved. I felt much lighter. And now I was in this agreement with God <laughs> that I was going to try harder, you know, to live the Christian life. And, of course, I could never keep my end of the agreement. Eventually, I would feel like I did before, and I would go back through, and we would cycle it all over again. That is a bad place for Christians to be in. Rededicating your life is really a manifestation or evidence that you are not sure who you are in him. Mm -hmm. And that you haven't you know, fully trusted the truth about what God has already done. I, you know, using the words that you use, they're really good. Um, you felt cleaner. Or, you know, a person who re rededicates themselves, they might finally feel pure again or, or feel clean again or, or feel brand new. Nothing wrong with feeling clean or feeling pure, but what's that feeling based upon? I mean, that's the problem with rededication is that the root of it. It's based upon something that I think I have done. I think that I have done something. I've dedicated my, as you say, myself. I've dedicated myself to God. And so this new feeling, this new uh, feeling pure again and feeling clean again, it's all based upon something that I've done. And so when it comes to a time that's bound to happen, when I mess up or when I I don't feel like I when I don't feel like I've been doing it uh, good enough again that I'm going to feel like I need to rededicate myself and it's this ongoing thing whereas here's here's the thing that uh, God has done for us he by the blood of Jesus has made us clean eternally we are pure we're clean we're righteous we're justified not because of our dedication to him but because of his dedication to us, because of what he has done for us, because of his own work. So if it's based upon my work, my dedication of myself to him, then, man, that is a very faulty foundation to stand upon. It's a very crumbly foundation. It's not going to stand. So let it be based, again, upon the finished work of Jesus Christ, and then you won't have to go through these ups and downs all the time. You can trust solely in the finished work of Christ. Yeah, that's the gospel. We're clean, forgiven, righteous, and all of that good stuff because of what he did, not because of how well we do it. You know, a lot of these things, like what we're talking about today, for example, rededication, even confession of sins, and I could list a few other things, they're really leftovers from the Old Covenant. Mm -hmm. Somehow we've carried them over into the New Covenant, but they're really just remnants of the Old. 
were being dedicated to God under the Old Covenant through the commandments, the law of Moses, and so forth. That was the kind of foundation that they were built on. It should not be our foundation under the New Covenant. Again, starting out with what we said at the beginning of the program, nothing wrong with being dedicated to God, your wife, your job, and so forth, your kids. But this, you know, I, I don't have to keep rededicating myself to any of these things, including God himself, because it's not, it's not about me dedicating to him. It's about that he has dedicated himself to me, and I, I trust in that. Now, you mentioned, um, Joel, before we started the broadcast, something was you were reminded of was, was Cain and Abel, going back to some of the first sacrifices that we see in, in the Bible. Cain brought a sacrifice. Abel brought a sacrifice. God rejected Cain's sacrifice, but was pleased with Abel's. Yeah, and uh, I think the reason for that, or at least one reason, is that what Cain had done was he had worked the fields, and he brought to God the fruit of his own labor. What he dedicated to God was what he had done. And, you know, here, God, be pleased with what I have done. And uh, Abel, on the other hand, what he presented to God was not the fruit of his own labor, but it was something that was based upon a blood sacrifice, an animal being sacrificed, not the work of Abel himself, but the blood of somebody else. And, you know, Hebrews 9 talks about how that, you know, moving into the first covenant, when God made that first covenant, Hebrews says that uh, not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. So in other words, the first covenant was dedicated with blood. And now we're in this brand new covenant where it's, Still based upon blood, but it's not based upon men and women bringing blood sacrifices of animals, but it's based upon the very blood of Jesus Christ himself that is so much better than the blood of animals. It's even so much better than what Abel brought the Lord, and uh, we get to sit and rest and be secure and safe in the sacrifice that Jesus Christ has provided through his own work, through his own blood. Yeah, I mean, Abel went with what God had instructed, apparently, because blood was necessary to cover sin. And so sacrifices were made using the the blood of innocent animals. Under the New Covenant, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 18 says, not even the first covenant was dedicated, notice the word dedicated there, Not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. And then the writer of Hebrews goes on to talk about Moses and and the law and the the blood that was required uh, back then, but then compares how those were just copies, even bringing the blood into the temple. Those were just copies of the real thing. Christ did not enter into a place that was made with human hands. He entered the real holy of holies and placed his blood upon the altar once and for all. And so we compare the old covenant sacrifices where people were sometimes dedicated to God through those sacrifices. But here, a sacrifice took place with blood, blood uh, like the old covenant, except for it was the blood of God himself, Jesus Christ. It was his blood, his sacrifice, not our sacrifice. That's kind of the difference here, the parallel. Uh, Again, not dedicating ourselves through the Old Covenant sacrifices like they did, but 
just receiving and believing and trusting in the sacrifice that he did, his dedication to us. Yeah, see, that's that's the important thing. That's what this whole new covenant is about. That's what the gospel is all about. Again, like you said earlier in the program, Cap, we tend to bring in all these things from the old covenant and and try to, uh, using my own words here, new covenantize them. We see all these things that happen in the old covenant, and we think that somehow we've got to apply these in the new covenant. They were indeed copies. They were indeed shadows. They were indeed types of, of what would happen. But it all points to everything in the Old Testament and the old covenant points to not things that we do, but it all points to Christ. So the blood sacrifices, the temple, everything there, it all points to Christ and his blood. Further on in that uh, Hebrews chapter 9, it says that Christ has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. It's all about Christ. It's all about what he's done. We don't dedicate anything anymore. We simply rest in the finished work of Christ, because he has dedicated himself to us. It's that sacrifice that we trust in and that we rest in. That's what the whole gospel is all about. And in this gospel, Cap, we hear about righteousness. We hear about holiness. We hear about being clean. We hear about a new identity, a new nature. Next week on Growing in Grace, we'll talk a little bit about that. Are these things, our righteousness, our holiness our cleanness is it by our behavior is our new identity and our new nature by our performance and behavior or is it by birth is it something we've been given we'll talk about that next week right here on growing in grace this has been growing in grace with mike kapler and joel brzezinski heard online through various internet sources around the world each week to access hundreds of past programs visit graceroots.org Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.